Welcome back to the Out of Focus Show. Uh, I'm Eric, and I'm joined by Nick, and he's the gentle shepherd to my Pontius Pilate, which means one of these days, I'm going to string you up to a piece of wood, stab you with a spear, and then you're going to come back after three days, my friend. Happy Easter. How's it going? After that experience, I will definitely be coming on your back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Happy episode two, though. Penetrate me. Um, oh, we're coming in whoa. hot on this episode. I don't know what's up with me, guys. Penetrate me. Well, let's let's unpack that. Um, by penetrate me, what do you mean? I mean with your spear. Right, right. Um, where do you want my spear? Inside me. <laughs> I tried to straight man that, but why are we? We're writing right now live. Pontius Pilate and Jesus Christ slash fiction is what we're doing. And someone somewhere is going to run somewhere is going to run with it and masturbate to it if they haven't already. And you're welcome. You're welcome for all of that. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the things I, I left off of our, our last thing of the Friday night adventure is Ooh. that the night concluded at a place uh, at a type of establishment that I have not been to many of, but I would like to try out some more which was a bar arcade. Have you been to one uh, of those? Barcades? No, there is one that my sister keeps telling me that I need to go get drunk at. So if you're listening to this, I will go someday, I promise. That, Pinky promise. That didn't sound convincing Ooh. at all. Um, I want to go. I went to one in in Manhattan, and it was an interesting one because... Uh, just hearing from other people that there's a lot of different variety in the kinds that, uh, like the stuff that they have inside. This mm, one was okay. really heavy on like super retro games. And I'm talking like retro for us when we were kids. Okay. Did they have Dig Dug? Yes. Ah, nice. Yes. Okay. Dig so Dug. it's legit. I'm talking like Asteroids. Nice. Contra. Nice. Ooh, Contra is awesome. You know, like, those were the kind of game. They had an arcade game of uh, super early X-Men that was oh, like, like a beat-em-up. best arcade game. Are you kidding me? The beat-em-up X-Men, the beat-em-up Ninja Turtles is another great one. Oh, the Ninja Turtles ones, I remember playing in an arcade with my dad, and we would yeah. destroy that game. We were so good <sighs> so at it. Good. I don't remember which uh, turtle I was, but it was the blue one. I don't remember yeah, his name. Leonardo. All right, yeah, us him. Who, who was your guy? Uh, oh man, um, I liked to balance between Michelangelo, purple bow staff, because he's the smart one, mm-hmm. or Raphael because he's the broody one, right? Oh, you're so, deep. Yeah. Uh, right. The bow staff was great in that arcade game, by it the way. Fucking was OP, man. Because <laughs> yeah, you, could, you had broken. so much range. <laughs> just shit. So I don't know if you've ever played the X Men one, have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's great. I I had never tried it before, but it was yeah. basically the exact same game. I also think there was a Simpsons one I'm having memories that of. It was a classic beat-em-up. It was one of the best beat-em-ups. 
I love that one. Yeah, I remember playing his Bart on that one. You ride around on the skateboard and beat the shit out of the people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But we tried that. Actually, my wife and I duoed it together. Um, so uh, I want you to guess which characters were we? Uh, which which beat em up was this again? The X Men one? X Men one. Ooh, okay. Um, God, she was Wolverine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's a funny guess. I can, I totally get it. I totally right. get, you get, get, it. get, get you why. Understand. But, but yeah. no, actually. No. Oh, okay. Tell me, who, who, who were you guys? Uh, well, I want you to guess me. Who was I? Ooh, uh, Scott Summers. Oh, you, you dog. No, no, but <laughs> I, I like that you chose that for me. Yeah. That's a good guy. Were you Beast? Who were you? No. Uh, so the the wife, she chose Storm because she's hot. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I'm Halle Berry. Um, <laughs> I was actually my favorite X-Men, Nightcrawler. Okay. See, that was another one. You like blue dudes. It's fine. I get it. I'm really into that song <laughs> from the late 90s. I'm yeah. blue. Now listen up. Here's the story. <laughs> All right, oh. Scott. Before we get uh, just enough, just enough, so it's stuck in everyone's head for the whole fucking day. You're welcome. Hey. Uh, it. I realized that Nightcrawler is so super cheap in that game because you know you have there's three buttons besides the moving joystick. You can punch, you can jump, and then there's your mutant power is the right, third button. Right. Uh, storms, she, she threw a little tornado in whatever direction she was facing, you know, knock some people down or away or whatever. Nightcrawlers, when you pressed his, you know, his power is to teleport. He would just like zap across the whole screen and knock down everybody in his path. Wow. It was so fucking cheap. I just like, blam, 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 knocking Knocking out the... Oh, what are they called? Are they the Sentinels? Oh, the Sentinels. Yeah, those Robos. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that was the barcade. You know what? Mm-hmm. I could see you uh, cosplaying a good Kurt Wagner. You could do it. Could I, don't, see it. I don't want my skin blue. <laughs> That's effort. Racist. And time. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'll take it. I'll own that one. Oh, man. As a kid who was chubby and didn't have friends, I spent many a weekend at a Nickelcade. And that was glorious growing up, man. That was the fun thing, like, my dad and I would do on the weekends, is we would go to the Nickelcade. And that's where I remember playing the Simpsons one and the the Ninja Turtles one. I have to say, as I got a little older, um, the game that my dad and I destroyed at was Time Crisis 3. I was about to bring up Time Crisis. I was like, do you ever play Time Crisis? Fuck yeah, oh. I did. Those are the oh, best man. arcade games ever. And you don't want to play them at home on a console or, a console or anything because you need no. the original equipment. To, or yeah. it's not fun. You need that clacky clack feedback, man. Yeah. That the guns gave you. So number one, so it's a shooting game. If you already didn't get the, uh, those who might not have played this, you had the, the big plastic gun but in the ones, I think, like, time crisis, because there was a bunch of different versions, but I think three and right. on, when you pulled the trigger, the top of the thing moved like a real oh, gun. So cool. It was like, bam, 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 and it clicked back. But one of the coolest features is that down at the bottom, 
of where you'd stand, there was a foot pedal. And the whole game is you are crouched behind shit. And when you press the pedal, your guy pops out and that's where you shoot everything. And then you hide back and that's when you can reload and stuff. And then your characters move along and you just, you have to hide and shoot back. And my dad and I would throw dollar after dollar and just beat that game. Like every time we went, it's so fun. Oh man. You know what? You, (laughs) you gave me a member, Barry, (laughs) to a, a time I went to a place, um, I think it was called Boondocks here in Utah. I've heard of that. I don't think I've been there. Boondocks Fun Center. Um, I went for a friend's birthday. And he brought a bunch of friends. And one of the friends we brought was a girl. And did you ever play that snowmobiling racing game? Oh, yeah. I think I tried it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I was naive at the time. Or maybe this is a friend who said it. One of us. Oh, she just kept playing that game and just like giggling while playing that game. And, uh, Oh God, like, it just clicked. It just, clicked. yeah, just clicked. Yeah. And we were like, man, she really likes that game. Why is she just, we were like 14 at the time too. So it was yeah. like, whatever. But it was like, why does she keep, I mean, there's way cooler games than that one. Uh, and then <laughs> like somebody else looked at me and was like, dude, the entire thing vibrates. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> You d- you you had somebody uh, becoming a sex offender in your group. Essentially, just yeah. in public. Just- <laughs> all right, double standard there. What happened if a guy was just fucking rubbing balls on it? You know, people would be like, "What the fuck?" But then the, you mentioned that, and it's just casual. Like, oh, she's just buzzing down. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, throughout the history of womankind, um, they've suffered enough, Nick. And if they can get off in public. Just by sitting on a thing, good for them. More power to them. I mean, I can do, but a different kind of thing. Um, <laughs> you know what? Nothing has to penetrate them in order for them to come. So, good for them. <laughs> good for them. It's like, like a superpower, man. If you could just like ride a motorcycle and be like, "This is awesome," you know. I do do that, but I don't finish. Um, <laughs> it's just this is awesome, and then. I drag across the, kind of awesome. the, the street. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Time Crisis, man, was the best. Yeah, I, I love that game. I loved it. I, I want to find a place where I can play that. Uh, so that was, I'll admit, a little bit of a dance. Though it was fun to play those games, a bunch of them were ones I wasn't super into. I have to st- mm. say I got fucking third place on Asteroids Ooh, on the wow. machine. Leaderboard, huh? Yeah, I got on the leaderboard. Wow, look at you. They did have uh, a uh, a greatest of all time chalkboard uh, above on one of the walls where they put the points and the names of like the people who broke the records. And right. it, it was crazy shit. That's incredible. Like my asteroid score was like, I think it was just shy of 10,000, which isn't great, which means, you know, the machine was unplugged not too long ago that I got third. Um, But the person up on the wall was over a million. What the fuck? How long would you have to sit there to get a million points on Asteroid? A long, long time. Did you ever ever hear about kill screens in those old arcade games? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so... 
old arcade games uh, are not programmed with an end in sight. So games like Pac-Man, Tetris, stuff like that, yeah. they don't technically end. But once you get to a high enough level, uh, the game starts going fucky, right? Because you've okay. you've uh, they've either programmed in a kill screen or you've just overflowed all the memory registers on the machine and now you're in uncharted territory land, right? Okay. Where the machine is just glitching out because you're at a value that it can't handle. So. Its power level is over 9,000! Oh my god. Is, is DBZ Super any good? Is that any good? I'm having Dragon fun. Dragon Ball Super? I'm yeah. having fun watching it. It's giving me member berries. They just did a, a tiny little, uh, where I'm at in it, a little episode arc that was like a big... Uh, it was, it was like a big nod to the, the original Dragon Ball. Like they were kind of doing member berries with the, the original oh. Dragon Ball story. And it was like, oh, that's cool. And Please I, tell me mm-hmm. uh, that being Yamcha is still a thing. <laughs> Just like a corpse in a crater not moving. Yes. It's incredible. Yes, they still do that. <laughs> Man, Akira Toriyama hated Yamcha. He must have. must have hated Yamcha. Yamcha makes a return in Super. Yeah, he's he's back uh, for a different storyline. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil shit for people. You know what? His Wolf Fang Fist in uh, I don't know if all of you, any of you, played Dragon Ball Z Budokai mm-hmm. growing up. Okay, but that oh, was yeah. an overpowered move. That was fun. Of course it was. It was crazy. Okay. Um. So what was what was the best Dragon Ball Z saga? Your favorite. Hmm. I I enjoyed the like the later parts of Cell because when oh, I was when, saga. when I was young, um uh Gohan was my favorite character and that's when he became like the biggest badass, right? They uh, wasted Gohan as a character, by the way. How so? Well, I mean now. Oh right? now. Oh yeah, I, I hate him like, now. Take the mantle of Goku and be more of a badass and whatever. Uh but Akira Toriyama was just like, nope, we just can't have Goku forever. Yeah, Gohan, who's Gohan? Yeah, yeah, he's 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 pretty awful and super. Um, Ugh, but in so the sad. alternative timeline with uh, Trunks, he was a badass. Anyways, he was um, a badass. Then uh, I I remember I I got to watch. Well, Cell, I was watching sort of live. It wasn't like a rerun or or anything. Like I was. At the age where I could watch that as the episodes came out every week. And the same, I think the end of Frieza is when I got to the point where I was watching them as they were coming out weekly. Um, But I also had fun with Majin Buu. I thought. Yeah, that was fun. That was it. But not the, not the, I didn't like the the silly Majin Buu. Fat Buu? You like Kid Buu? He's still, he's still in Super sometimes. And I'm like, just just (laughs) go away. Boo is incredibly terrifying, dude. Uh, yeah. When he wasn't fat, candy boo. When he was actually like, oof, you're scary boo. That was awesome. Yeah, and his uh, yeah. the before he came out, the the guardian guy, Deborah, that demon dude, he's oh, scary yeah. as shit. Yeah. And then I also oh. I remember having the biggest uh, Dragon Ball hard on, uh, which Dragon Ball hard on episode title. Mm-hmm. Um, there we go. Done. Uh, the for when they corrupted uh, Vegeta in the in the tournament 
to, oh. to have them fight each other because it was like, yes, here we go. Finally. Oh, and then that, that final flash or whatever that Vegeta does where he just turns to dust and dies. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, did you watch that on Toonami? Is that where you watched it? Yep. Oh, my God. What about those cool-ass bumps Toonami used to do with, like, the announcer, you know, and his oh, cool yeah. voice? Oh, I looked those up on YouTube the other day. I watched three hours of Toonami bumps because it was you did? so... Yeah, so nostalgic, so cool. I was like, oh my God, this is why I watched this as a kid because they just hook you in. So good. Dude, drop them in, in our Discord server. I want to watch it. those. I want to watch them. Doing it. That'll be fun. Um, listen to the clickety clack. There he goes. He's doing yeah, it live. Look at, look, Fuck it? it. We'll do it live. Um, <laughs> anyways, sorry for the any of you who aren't into Dragon Ball, but we're having fun. If you're not into Dragon Ball, fuck you. Get off. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> uh, oh, well, one of the things uh, we were talking about games, one of my friends brought to my attention recently that uh, after, uh, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Doing my Jay Leno. Um, mm. after, after the fire in the cathedral that uh, the Assassin's Creed game that featured it has been released for free for the oh, next yeah. couple weeks. Because they have it all in like uh, high detail if you want to go and experience what it was like to be in the cathedral. And I thought that was kind of cool of them to be like, here's the game for free if uh, you never got to see it the way it was because we tried to recreate it as good as we could. Yeah, it was a good uh, good marketing move. Have you ever played it? I never played that one. I've played a couple of them, but I honestly never really got into the story modes. I... I remember I got into them for the online multiplayers that I thought oh. were fun. Like the most huh. wanted. I thought that, yeah, yeah. Was, that oh, was cool. That was cool. That game got me so addicted. <laughs> I remember I was sitting in my friend's basement uh, playing with an, another friend and we sat there and I, I was watching him play for a bit and I was like, okay, I get how it works, but why is it fun? You just kind of like you're walking around slowly then you find somebody and you stab him. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And then he right. handed me a controller and he's like, let's play together. I got on and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This yeah, is it's awesome. like the coolest game of tag and guess who in one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we sat, yeah. I think we sat there for four hours. And I was just like, wow. okay, I'm buying this game when I go home. There's a, there's a VR game that I played recently that's kind of like that. I think it could be better in some aspects, but I had fun playing it. What's it's it called? It's called... It's called Panopticon, right? Okay. Uh, one player wears the VR headset and they are like a giant robot overseer floating head, right? Mm-hmm. And they are trying to protect an orb where the other player has the mouse and keyboard and they're a tiny person who looks like millions of other tiny people on the map, right? Mm-hmm. So you, as the giant overseer, are trying to kill the little person with your laser beam. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. Um, and you can self-impose rules. There's rules you can put on where if you kill like five people or whatever that are the wrong people, the other person wins, blah, blah, blah. But it's fun. Uh, being in VR with that game is nuts because you can you can like get on your knees and get super close to some of the structures and the person and just like stare at them. You're like a giant cat. It's cool shit. 
That's Love that it. does sound awesome. I only at that same friend's house they had is sort of when uh, I think it was when Oculus came out and was like semi affordable. You know, <laughs> it was still expensive, but uh, fun fact: yeah. I went halvesies on the Oculus Dev Kit One. Really? So I own half of an original Oculus. <laughs> Where's the other half? Uh, at my friend's house. <laughs> cool (laughs) yeah glad you can use that um yep the uh i i only so i only got to try like some of the it was like the demo things that they had released for that windlands and stuff um i remember there was one it was a really just simple little game that was an archery game where you were sitting in a castle and these little like cartoon stick guys would come to rush the castle and you had to shoot them i remember i played so long my arms got tired because you had to literally (laughs) fire the arrows i had a blast there was another one that was the space simulator oh yeah where you could create shit and manipulate stuff in the universe oh my god i think i spent over three hours just in my friend's living room and I'd, i'd lay on the floor and like put these uh elaborate things up it was so much oh it was so much fun and you uh, just feel like a god yeah so i use sometimes i use head uh i'm distracted right now because sometimes i use hangouts uh for phone calls and someone's calling me right now so it is oh. ringing in my headphones yep and so it's super distracting <laughs> and i really hope it stops there we go thank is god is it like a work phone call uh, let me check my actual phone. No, it's my dad. I'll, I'll talk oh. to him later. Um, hey, pappy. Pappy face. Uh, pappy but yeah, to. I would feel, I'd lay down on the floor, set up these like elaborate, uh, constructions. And most of the time I would just cause supernovas, you know, of course you set up not? stuff and just, because it was beautiful. Boom. And I think, uh, a couple times I would drop, get frame drops cause I do shit so crazy. <laughs> and my friend had a mega badass computer, but every once in a while I'd go like, what did you do? And I'd break the whole thing. That's awesome. Cause I tried and like slam together like 50 neutron stars. That's awesome. Uh, was so I didn't cool. play that game. I played a tour of space of our solar system specifically. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like a real video game, but it was cool as shit. Cause you could float through space to like a planet yeah and then you could explore it and then you could have a narrator like tell you stuff about it and oh. i remember just like you like i'm standing in a room and i'm like physically moving my head to peek around this planet while somebody tells me cool shit and i'm like this is amazing you know i loved it i i honestly i want one really badly but i have no idea where i'd put it in my apartment you i don't can. have room for that kind of shit my brother-in-law, who lives upstairs, has one, and I just I bum off of his. So uh, thank you, brother-in-law. There yeah. you go, bumming off other people. Yeah. Have you ever played? Probably not. Um, Beat Saber, because it's like a recent one. Did you? No, no, I never played. Oh. It. I've seen people play it though. It it's crazy intense. It's fun as shit. I didn't think that a, a what is essentially a DDR game would be super fun, but it is. It's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I I think I'd have fun doing it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Get into the Especially group. Especially when you can upload your own tracks and stuff and, and mods. That game with mods is a lot of fun. So Yeah, it it's uh I've seen some crazy mods that people have done. It's always amazing what 
ridiculous stuff people come up with to expand a game that's already there. It's, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. We live in a cool time. Have you ever watched a movie in VR? No. You can do that? You can do that. <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. Uh, maybe dumb. It's kind of interesting because you can put on your VR headset, mm-hmm. sit in a virtual living room, and watch a movie on a virtual television. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, that's so much dumber than I thought. <laughs> yeah. I can't I mean, there are wait some for cool the day ones. where uh, you know how like sometimes I I know when like Conan O'Brien does um when he goes to Comic-Con he films his show in like 360 so if you were on VR you can like watch the oh, show as though so you're cool. on the stage like you can turn and look to the guests and look back to Conan and turn around and look at the crowd and shit like that and I always thought that was really cool I can't wait until there are movies like that Oh my god. That means that there's going to be like 12 hours of content instead of two, right? Because you could... Imagine if there was like a mystery movie like that where the mystery is laid before you and obviously gets resolved at the end, but you can catch all the hints and stuff just by like looking in specific places. Ugh. Oh yeah, especially if they do... So Conan's one is like a stationary thing where you can just look right. around. Ones that you can move inside. Right. Crazy. I'm excited for the future. Um, VR porn is and a think, thing. I've and never, I was going to say, and think of the porn. Yeah, never done it, but apparently some people say it's life-changing. So, good for them. We'll um, just head upstairs, report back. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, say, I, I need the go, room. I can find my favorite anime waifu and just plow her virtually <laughs> if I wanted to. Um, or husband because who who doesn't want to be inside of Vegeta's thick body? Look at oh that. Oh my guy. god, I bet that exists too. I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that exists. <laughs> you wanna fuck a DBZ character? <laughs> I'm gonna show Frieza how to destroy this planet. Ooh, what gender is Frieza? Dude, right? No, I, no I'm always idea. confused on that. Me me too. Wow. I, I really don't know. I don't know. I gotta look this up now. I mean, he could be genderless, I guess. He's an alien, right? Uh, what gender is Frieza? It doesn't matter. It's 2019, says Google. <laughs> uh, okay, gender. Uh, Frieza is male in all media. So Frieza's a dude. Okay. I, I, I think the confusion might just come from like some of the voice acting. Probably. I think it may it may have even been a woman who was the the voice actor uh, originally for Frieza in the English. The original voice actor for Goku was a woman. Oh, oh, when like he was Japanese. a kid. No, the Japanese version. It's oh. a. It's a, I think Steve Blum does uh, Goku in the U.S. version, so he sounds like a cool dude, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever watched. Uh, Japanese Dragon Ball Z. No, I cannot stand Goku's voice. Ruin. What? I may. I want to kill myself when I hear Goku. What's so bad about it? It is. It's the worst. It is. No, I can't describe it. I. I will send a link. Drop links in the Discord. Oh, in, in, in our in our show, so anybody who wants to find it can can go there. So I want to yeah. know. Right. I'm gonna find it. I want to know what love is. I'm also going to send you that uh, VR DBZ porn for later. Cool. Yeah. Um, All right. We 
we've got to do it because this is the second uh, episode of the week. Oh, it's okay. time for language check-in. Language check-in. Oh, How did you no. do, you son of a bitch? Oh, I actually, I practiced a couple times this week. Um, I mean, okay, I'm open. And I, I want to say it is is still Sunday morning, so the yep. week isn't over as far as points you can accrue during the week. Uh, there's still time because I I still have some more that I want to do. So I'm going to click on Eric Eric Diaz. Does it? Oh wait, the website doesn't show it. Uh, the weekly oh number. How do we? How do I find son it? Son of a bitch. How do I find it? Holy oh, there it is. You click on you on the. Oh app. yeah. Okay. So uh, Eric, where are you at for the week? I don't want to say. I did better than last week. I don't want to say. I'm at nine thousand points. Okay. It's nine. over nine thousand. It's over nine thousand. I did better than last week. You did you last did week. You had ten times as many points as me. This yes. week, you have ten times as many points as me. You it's son true. of a bitch! Ninety thousand nine hundred. You are a language god. Wow! That's right. That's right. All Bow before practice. me. Oh my god! All I can say is "Privet." Oh my. <laughs> I can't. I I will say that the least amount I've done is you know, uh, Russian. Right, I've, I've barely a, touched Russian. Give me embarrass yourself. Give me a Chinese sentence right now. Uh, I fuck up the tones, but Zijin Hama, Wuxing, oh, Wuxing, Ha, and with with my drink in my hand, Gambe. That that's <laughs> bottoms up, like cheers. Uh. Now, all our Chinese listeners, because I know we have tons of them, tear Nick apart. Yeah, it was bad. I know pronunciation was bad. But I'm, <laughs> not only am I learning like the pinyin, which is writing it with uh, basically the English alphabet, wow. part of the reason I'm going so slow is that it's also including how to write and read the characters. So oh, okay. if I learn a word, I have to learn it in two ways. Hmm. I have to learn how to pronounce pronounce it i have to learn how to write it and read it in two different sets of letters interesting Ooh, interesting so it does make it go a lot slower yeah um have you ever watched a film in like mandarin no i'm i'm nowhere near that point yet i mean with subtitles obviously I, i watched no i watched uh crouching tiger hidden dragon recently oh yeah okay yeah i've yeah i've done that yeah um, I was I love that it. movie, by the way. It's so good. Uh, I love, uh, what is it called? Wuxia Theater, right? Wuxia is all about like Chinese martial arts, kind of like Chinese opera, where it's just mm-hmm. over the top. Love yeah. it. Um, but when I was listening to them speak, I was like, man, you have to have your, your like tongue in a very specific place to make some of those noises i don't know if that makes mm-hmm. sense but there's yeah, a lot of shuzz that happen in that movie anyway mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah there's a couple sounds that are uh kind of unique or like s- sound combinations that feel yeah. really foreign to my english-speaking mouth um your anglo mouth yeah so i i yeah those have been those have been really tricky and it's the same thing with Russian, like also identifying what letters make which sounds. Ugh. 
Um, it's I I have to say it's not as tough as Russian with the how different the letters are. But then of course you know reading right. characters that's a whole other fucking right nightmare. P's are C is S. Uh, weird squiggly with a little tail. It's it's and then uh, back a three is a Z. That's right. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I'm nice though. You you almost reached ten thousand for the week. Tr- hit that this week. You can do it. There's your challenge. Hit hit ten thousand. Dick is what you should do. That's my challenge to you. <laughs> and and I'll try. I've never I've never broken a hundred. If I can see, if but I, that's. We're just gonna be proportional the whole time, okay? I'm just gonna like continue. I'm gonna I'm gonna grind. I'm gonna move my way up. And I'll be like, wow, I hit twenty thousand points. And then you'll be like, bitch, I have two hundred thousand points. <laughs> I don't think Get I can do level. that. But you need to remember the overall points is me practicing three different ones. So yeah, well, you're the there's Goku more opportunity. My Yamcha. <laughs> it's funny the episode I was wa- I was literally watching one this morning. It's the the Goku and Krillin. Yeah, uh, better, better example. You're the Goku to my Krillin. Yeah, how does it feel to die all the time? <laughs> Not good, okay? Get on my level. You know what, at least Super I have Saiyan a hot, hot Android waifu. So. That's true, you got that. You you do got, got that, that on me. me. Yeah. Android waifu. Um, nice, well, yeah, get to 10,000. It was only a little bit uh, more than right. you did this week. You can do it. All right. I'll I'll get to ten thousand. I'll get to ten thousand. Yeah, there's there's your. I do have a funny uh, check in with. Uh, so I use Hello Talk to talk with uh, people around the world in the languages I'm practicing. I mentioned in a previous episode that I upgraded my account so I could add in Mandarin to start trying to talk to people uh, from China, um, living in China, and uh, that that has been going really terribly because I'm. Mm. Uh, I suck at Mandarin, but I'm practicing, and it, it's good <laughs> practice. And there's a lot of people on there. Surprise, China has a lot of people that want to learn English. Um, Surprise! So I've kind of been uh, flooded with new messages, honestly. Um, but I did get one that made me laugh really hard. Uh, some hmm. woman uh, started talking to me um for a little while but like every time if you asked how she was or you know just this very surface level conversation she would always say i'm very lonely i'm alone all day i was like it was getting really really like kind of dark and then but her english was uh really uh really basic so i thought a bunch of it could be you know just figuring out what to say and how to say it and mm-hmm. weird translations and stuff. Um, so, but I was always polite and like semi like, Oh, sorry to hear that. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, and then, then it started to be like, uh, then it would be, uh, Oh, are you, I remember one time, uh, she, cause China 12 hours apart, which is another challenge in chatting with them, mm. is that we can only talk in the morning and at night because we're in the polar opposites. So this morning I was talking with some people as they're going to bed, and then when I go to bed, they'll be waking up. So there's no midday chats that I can have because <laughs> uh, it's three in the morning. Uh, right. But, but uh, she said something as I was like hanging out one night, like, oh, are you going out with your girlfriend or wife? And I said, well, no, 
not not tonight. We don't have any plans. And then she just <laughs> just like shuts down the conversation and goes, oh, uh, I'm only on here to find serious BF. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> then, wow. Just stops the, the <laughs> chat done. right there. We're, We're done. done. And then so then I clicked on her profile because I realized I had never even read it. And it said in her description, I am here looking for serious BF only. And then I looked at her, I, I realized I've never looked at her picture, and I went, Jesus, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, oh she had God. like, there were some weird things that were, there were things that aren't her fault, and I'm not like shaming her. Sure. There were other things she did, she, that were obviously intentional, like making it so she had virtually no eyebrows. There was just Ooh. some weird stuff. And, yeah. uh, and then all of her pictures, she looked really sad. That is I was like, oh, so that was a weird Hello Talk experience. I thought that I might share. Weird, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Uh, if I was in China, I would also be pretty sad. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, uh, that's true. I have you heard about the new push they're doing for the work week? Oh yeah, that's been around for a while. And f- the nine nine six culture makes me want to kill myself. I would kill myself. Yeah, there's <laughs> uh, there's and a lot of the people that I talk to have been complaining about it. Of just like, oh my god, what am I supposed to do? So explain it for the people who don't know. Nine nine six is. Some sort of crazy work culture. I'm not sure if it's in all industries, but it's definitely pushed in the tech industry. No, well, it's, uh, no, it's being pushed by the government too. Oh, is it really? I yeah, the that. Chinese government is behind it as well. Oof! So it got even worse. Um, but essentially, to get ahead, to be successful, to show you have passion in life, you work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. 12 hours a day, uh, six days a week. That is 996 mm. culture, and that is the worst. And it's becoming the standard. The standard. The de facto Chinese standard. Yeah, so, so if anybody who wants to be a go-getter has to go above and beyond 12 hours a day, six days a week. Yeah, Fucking I've insane. Read, I've read, uh, man, I read an article recently that was like a Chinese couple who's like, you know what, we, we actually want to have a kid, but we can't. Just because with how much we work, we don't even have sex with each other all that often anymore because where's the time? Who has time? Yeah. If they have any, so assuming they have virtually zero commute, they have time, which I'm sure is not the case. They have time to wake up, eat food as they leave, go home and go to bed. That is. That's it. And then citizen for that one day you get off the week, please copulate. Do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then pay attention to your child. But just that one day. That's, uh, I don't, I'm not throwing shade against Asian cultures or whatever, but y'all need to get your work culture straight because like 996 in China, uh, Japanese salaryman, that's terrible. I mm. never want to work like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit like uh, part of my... Responsibilities that I have in my job now is there's a I'm not full like completely on salary. I have a salary that is that is paid to me for administrative duties. Um, hey. But my other like my session work with clients is just part of the like the regular deal. Right. But I I have to really catch myself because it does make it so I'm 
almost virtually on call all the time mm, for yeah. administrative type of duties. And, uh, but, the, but the owner doesn't push that. She's very like set your, set your boundaries and stick with them because she's like that who is like on call <laughs> all the time and she's a crazy person. But she says like, this is my, this is my business. I can do this and I kind of need to do it. If she's like, you're, you're an employee, you don't have to do this. It's not Aww. expected of you, which is very nice, but I nice. have to watch myself. I have to keep myself in check about that because I will go crazy. Yeah, like there, no, totally. Do you do anything like that to preventative? I don't know if we talked about this before. Like uh, work culture preventing yourself from going hard? Type uh, of thing? Well, to sort of set boundaries for the outside. Are there any yes. like proactive things that you do? Yes. I will not answer Slack messages after a certain time. I've already set that expectation. I haven't told anybody about it, but I feel like people have picked up on the fact that I just won't answer if you message me after 3.30 on a normal work day. Hmm. So. I think I might, uh, my my clinic uh, uses Slack, which, by the way, was your recommendation, by the way, uh, which is yeah. great because so many of us are uh, not there at the same time. So, uh, but I think I'm going to update my do not disturb hours to yeah. better reflect that. So then people actually get the message of why I'm not responding. Right, exactly. Just like you need to not do that. Also, um, I've kind of dropped programming as a hobby. You know, I don't. Right. You mentioned that work, before. Yeah. Yeah, I don't program for funsies anymore like i used to it's purely work i will read at work on new techniques and stuff because i consider that part of enriching myself and the company but i i've just lost any sort of gusto i used to have for programming outside of work because it's not fun anymore it's just work and i prefer to do other things you know fair enough yeah yeah why not um the uh i remember when i was a full-time contractor in texas that the experience of always being on call was kind of there because i not only did i work in like a psych hospital but i did some work in a few different schools and then i also had a lot of in-home clients that i would go and see in their houses right and um, most of them were either young young adults or children so I would coordinate the scheduling with their parents so oh. which a ton of that would occur through texting okay um and that so but that meant that they would text me you know whenever so I was sort of always on needed to respond and I remember that's where <sighs> I really became aware of like I need to set Something. So I remember one of the things I did when I was in that situation is that's when I set up a Google voice number for uh-huh. work that I would use. And I'd say, hey, I changed my cell phone number. This is it. Um, and I'm going to be using it for work. So that does mean that sometimes I may not respond if I'm not working at the time. And everyone was cool with it. It was great. So that was one thing I did. The other thing uh, that would get me is... 
Uh, so one of the contract, not to throw shade, but one of the contractors I was working for with one of the schools had there was some crazy shit happening at that school <laughs> that led to really stressful situations for me oh, uh, that I'd often be notified by email. And especially if I was about to head into a session with a client, if that would pop up, I would get all in my head about oh, it and be stressed out. And I'd be having a I'd have a hard time being present and in the moment, which is one of the most important things a therapist needs to do. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, the next step I took, and I still I still stick to this to this day, regardless of account, any app on my phone that deals with email has zero notifications. Oh, okay. No, right. no badge, no little thing in the notification drawer, nothing. There is nothing there because then I consciously decide when I am going to check my email. Nah. Yeah, like, I like that. So then I do it when I know that if something like at least back, that stuff doesn't really happen anymore. But if something like that were to be sent to me, I would open it at a time where I'm ready to deal with that. Mm. I'm not like about to pop into something and it just happens to pop up on my phone and I go, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> there's a weird sort of sense of, I don't know, control that yeah, I feel like that gives me. Yeah, I control. Yeah. I control when. I go to my email. I, I have smart. to open it. Yeah, I think uh, mitigating that kind of stress to appropriate situations, that's a really smart strategy, you know? Uh, yeah. Thanks. Tell me more about how great I am. Ooh, you so you so good. Your hair's so nice. I like your glasses. <laughs> um, Why are you always objectifying me by my looks? I'm more. I'm more than that. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, work boundaries are important. You should set them. Do not work 996. I mean, unless you're a workaholic and even then that's not healthy. You know, like get a hobby. Don't work all the time. Right? Yeah. Right. Learn a language. Yeah. Learn a language. At, get 10,000. At me. And let's talk. <laughs> Speaking of, how are you uh, on social media? Another social media check-in. Just like, I feel like we're talking about work boundaries. And I think that naturally can segue to social media boundaries, right? Because now the lines are blurred uh, with work hours. Because before, back before we all had cell phones and stuff, you would go home and work would be at work, right? Mm -hmm. But now work can pervade your home life through these messaging apps. I feel like social media can do something similar. Right. Maybe. Um, I don't. Am I, crazy? I don't know. I do have some friendships on like as we talked before. I'm not very active on social media, and I, honestly, part of one of the reasons, and especially that I don't make some of the jokes I would make or anything <laughs> like that, is because of the field that I work in. Right. And I have to be really conscious of what's put out there. This podcast is an exception. Um, but I also don't time myself, especially like my full name and my profession. Like there aren't as many, you know, lines connecting those dots. Someone would have to really dig deep, um, to find this content if they were looking for me professionally, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, 
that that's a big reason why I'm not active in any of those because I like making silly and dumb jokes and sometimes they're crude and gross and uh, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want any of that to find there because I'll get in trouble <laughs> and, or <laughs> or a client's family could see it you know stuff like that so I'm I'm yeah. I'm I have no connections to anyone that way some of the coworkers I have uh, are like friends with me or stuff on those but again I don't post anything the worst stuff i do is on these podcast on our podcast social media stuff but nothing really with work um i mean i have my language instagram that i made with follow me (laughs) um (laughs) but again i'm just posting stuff about what i'm doing with my language learning yeah i don't know there's nothing with work is there anything with work for you that bleeds i don't think so i think there's a potential for there i mean if if i hop on twitter and i follow um like let's say a tech influencer there's definitely overlap for them right because they probably work at like github and google and program there but then right. they are being 100 percent unfiltered with their thoughts on twitter like i have seen some tech people drop some bombs and i'm like i would never do that on my twitter account you know Oh, right. Yeah, well, that's just about not being a dumbass, right? That's what what that comes down to is don't be an idiot or you'll lose your job. Which is kind of interesting how social media can lead to job loss, which I think kind of makes sense because it's another it's like the public square, right? You say shit in the public square and somebody calls you out on it. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you gone? Did he leave? Oh, my God. He's totally frozen on my screen. <gasps> He's gone. So anyway, this is um, this is the part where I talk about Nick and how wonderful of a person he is. Nick's a good guy. Um, I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, but he's a really good friend. He is. Yeah, he's helped a lot on this podcast journey. But also, he's an asshole with his language skills. I mean, who does that? Who has the time to practice that much language you know i got you know good for him he's dedicated he wants it he's going for the gold he wants to talk to people um i don't like talking to people which is why i started a podcast i can talk at people uh i like talking at you i don't like it when you uh talk back because i demand your respect um i demand your love and adoration it it calls to mind the classic question uh i think tony stark said it best um is it better to be feared or respected why not both i'm a human jericho missile uh i can get out of a cave with a box of scraps except i can't i would probably die in that situation i would 100 percent die in that situation if if it was up to me to be iron man i couldn't do it because i don't know the first thing about hardware that's something that my wife calls me out on all the time, by the way. Uh, she thinks that I should upgrade my computer myself because I'm a smart guy. I don't know about that. And uh, I'm, I'm handy with my hands. And I definitely don't know about that. I am scared to death of wrecking my computer. So I would prefer it if her or her brother did it because they are IT uh, and they know things. I live purely in the field of software 100% digital not hardware not nope 
get away from me with that hardware. Um, I miss Nick. I don't know what I'm going to do without him. He has left the call. He's left uh, the building. Um, I hope he comes back because it's Easter. And Easter is really about being with friends and family. Um, I hope you all out there in this world had a good Easter. And if you didn't have a good Easter, then I hope your 420 was lit. Boop, 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 boop. Dink. Um, funny story. I went to the grocery store yesterday when it was 4.20. And my wife is graduating here soon. She's approaching finals. And one of the things you do to get through finals is stress eat. Because who doesn't stress eat when things get stressful? So um, we decided to go. Oh, hey, he's back. Hey, buddy. Okay, so we just had a crazy, I had a computer crash uh, in the middle of whatever the hell we were talking about, and uh, it's been like 10 minutes, and so I've forgotten what, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. I don't know, um, but I had a nice chat with our listeners, which I'm sure they're not going to get to hear, but it'll be, it'll be good. Um, I talked shade on you the whole time. Oh, yeah? Um, you had a yeah. little uh, little solo? Yeah, it was a heart-to-heart uh, with our fans um, about the direction of our LLC and what's going to happen, you know, who ends up with the kids. Oh, so, good, yeah. good. You get the kids, obviously, because I want to be a jet-setting playboy, uh, <laughs> and I want to be a Disney dad. So when I do get the kids, I just want to have all, all the fun with them and leave you with the hardship of having kids. Fair. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm just going to give up on whatever topic we were on. And I'm going to say that um, I have this week off. What? There's a couple things that were already closed for the week because uh, there's these different holidays. And so I just decided the other days that I was going to work, fuck it. I'm going to take some days off and just enjoy the week. So I don't go back to work until Saturday. So I need recommendations what the hell am I going to do this week? Because I'm not going anywhere. I'm just staying home. Mm, okay. Oh, you're just staying home. Well, I was going to say masturbate. So that's check, right? Done. Um, You don't have a VR headset, so you can't do that whole Goku X Frieza thing I found. No, but I have an imagination. Uh, you do. You do. What was the weirdest thing you ever jerked off to that you imagined as a kid? <laughs> No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> God, I don't, I don't know. And I'm, you, I, that was a if, if I did question. know, I wouldn't answer. Yeah. Um, you know, just everybody out there, be ashamed of yourself as a child for doing that thing you did that one time. <laughs> that one time when you thought nobody was around. Um, yeah. so yeah, I'm trying to figure out what, what I want to do with the time. I don't want to be super busy. But I want to have Mm -hmm. options so if I ever get, you know, when sometimes you have time off, um, you might go, oh, I feel like doing something and I don't want to be stuck. But then I did because sometimes if I don't have something to do, then I just become a piece of shit and I feel like I wasted the time. So I want to try and find a way to thread that needle. Um, God, push up challenge. Work yourself up to 100 push ups. Why, why would you do that to me? I don't know. 
Do you wanna you want you want those big old shoulders? You want those pecs? You gotta do push ups. Squats and oats, bitch. I'm gonna be swole. Um swole. No. Well so if anybody Who's has that? recommendations, hit hit up the social media accounts here or drop by uh, the Discord to chat. Because, uh, yeah, send me some cool shit to watch, some music to listen to, maybe something cool to read. I don't know. Or act- activities. <laughs> Give me ideas. Who's your, who's your swell icon? Yeah. I need my motivation goals for, Personally, for my new uh, fitness Instagram account. Young Arnold and Jason Momoa. Both of those men are like, Mm, those physiques, though. I mean, there could be worse. Could be worse. <laughs> could be worse. Ninety-nine percent of us look worse than that. <laughs> I look, I look, um, like lumpy, weak, old gravy in a tattered <laughs> Ziploc bag is what I look like. So my thighs look like if you fill the garbage bag full of cottage cheese. That's what happens when I wear yoga pants. <laughs> Um, what do you do when you have extended days off? Me? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I like to read, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just, I fall back to classics like, uh, like we were talking about earlier, some J.A.R. Tolkien. I'm a big fan of Brandon Sanderson. I could start my Wheel of Time reread is what I could do. Oh, God. Uh, Um, reading video games. Uh, I'm an adult with a yard, so yard work is actually something I enjoy. Honestly, okay. When I have time to do it, I like I like that. I'm a yard dad, unfortunately. I don't like that as a phrase. A yard dad? Mm-mm. No. What do you do? You prefer me to call myself a gardener? Don't you think that's a little like <laughs> on the nose? Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, some not some bad ideas, uh, but listeners, sip martinis. Send me send me some more shit, um, or I'll just record every future episode full of uh, sounds of me swallowing. Oh, I mean, that's could a threat. I get the private tape of that. It's on the last episode, or a oh. few ago. I don't know. Just loop it, <laughs> sample it out. Which no, I won't do that for a drop. No. Yep. Yep. I won't do it. I'll do it. I'll uh, do it. Nope. I'll get my own soundboard with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. You know, when I was threatening to change the website and you're just like, fucking do it, I dare you. You don't yep. have no idea. There you go. There's your challenge. Sample you shit. Know what? Make your own That's soundboard. That's what I'm going to do. That is what I'm going to do on an extended week off. I'm going to learn how to do that and I will blow your fucking mind. You would. You would. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but until then, send us your shit out of out of focus show gmail uh twitters instagrams uh grinders um discord yeah, send me send me your favorite dragon ball z saga and or porn it'll be great sometimes they're one and the same Destroy my butthole! Ah!